Hello and welcome to my show, Conversation with Priya, and I'm your host, Priya Mishra. Today, my special guest is certified money coach and financial therapist. And she says that you should in love it with money. Brenda is a trained certified money coach, financial therapist, trauma of money facilitator, published author, and international speaker. She's passionate about creating innovative ways to teach both financial and emotional literacy. See, as the founder of Rewire, Brenda has actually developed numerous programs to help average to high net worth individuals living on paycheck to paycheck and people that are emotionally challenged around the money experience through peace, joy and confidence to both their personal and financial views. So today I'm, I have invited to hear her view and why she called that you should be in love with money. Money is, is something to have peace with. So help me to be- welcome as our guest today, Brenda St. Louis. Hello and welcome to my show, Brenda. Thank you for joining in today. Oh, it's so great to be here. Thank you for inviting me. I'm really excited to connect and chat about what we do together. Great, uh, because I really enjoyed your our last communication and I really um, loved the concept you were bringing in, especially for money. I really, really loved it. So I thought, why not bring this story and, and spread the word to the people? And uh, thank you for accepting my request on that day. Um, so grateful for your time today. My pleasure. I always like to talk about working with money. Money is one of my favorite things to talk about. <laughs> yeah, and that brings to my you know attention because I feel like majority of people thinks that money talking about money is not a good thing, you know. And you're changing completely different perspective on that way. Like thinking is it's not it's not that bad. It's like a, for very people, very many, many people, it's like really not conscious decision for people, right? They say, oh, no, money, money is a problem, right? All problem starts with money and all those things, you know? Uh, I love the concept. So we'll hear more about your, how this whole thing started. But before that, I would like to, you to tell us how this whole journey started for you. Well, I have been a therapist, a coach, and a facilitator for almost 27 years now. I can't believe that. And I have worked with people from all over the world. I've spoken on big stages talking about personal development and becoming the best version of yourself, Um, understanding how we lock ourselves up in our body and the pain that we create in our body. Yeah. I kind of got into that because when I was 14, I shattered my spine. And I had really chronic pain for probably about 17 years. So I was on this journey of healing. So it's just, it just became natural that I did this work in the world. But over the years of working with people, people would pay me money to help them, you know, create more health, create more happiness, create different things, but they never really had a connection with their money. And I was like, there's something missing here. People will go in debt to Mm -hmm. pay for my course and never really create a relationship with their money. So I was like, there's something about weird about this. And honestly, myself included, you know, like I, I've 
did the journey of making a lot of money and spending it just as fast. You know, it would come in and it would go out. And it was like, I didn't quite understand how do I, how do I get to have a relationship with money? And Mm. so it was this, there's so many pieces that got me into this, but the funniest one is I went to clown school (laughs) and I know they, they think, well, clown school and money. I don't know if that connects very well, (laughs) but for me, it did. So it was this really intense clown school and we, I studied how to be more present on the stage and how to be more um, magnetic on the stage. And in that process, we do all these different um, therapeutic processes. And one of them came up where you have this mask and you have to, you have to make this mask out of clay and then you put paper mache on it, you paper, you paint it, you wear it. And then you dress it and then that becomes one of your clowns basically. And in the process of that, I got this, I would say basically a download that I'm here to work with the consciousness of money so Mm. that it's a way that we can create connection with each other. And I was like, how do I do that? I don't know how to do that myself. So that was the beginning of the journey of trying to figure it out. So I I would take 10 books out of, out of a week out of the library. I read everything I could get my hands on. I took all the courses I could imagine that were out there that dealt with our relationship, our emotional or energetic relationship with money. Right. They're not, there's not that many of them. And then courses on really financial literacy. Like I became right. a CFP and I, you know, a certified financial planner. I studied all the finance stuff and everything. And then I got really clear that, you can study the money, you can study the emotions, but rarely do we do the two together. Yeah. So I decided I'm going to create a way for people to deepen in their relationship with money. And that could bring up trauma. It could be bring up family ancestral inheritance. It can bring up all of this psychological, emotional, and physical stuff that happen around money. Mm -hmm. And then marry that with practicing good financial practices. So Mm. I have two hats. I have the hat, I'm the financial therapist, and I have the hat, I'm the money coach. They don't happen at the same time. I jump back and forth. But um, so that has been interesting. And you know, when we first started talking and you said, you know, most people don't like to talk about money. And I said, I love to talk about money, (laughs) but it's kind of funny because I like to talk about money when you are in the picture, not about how do I make more money or how do you budget or how do you do all of that kind of stuff or the numbers thing, the number figuring out spreadsheet, Excel sheet, even though I do enjoy that to some extent. Yeah. I like to talk about how does it make you feel? You know, Mm -hmm. when do you, what do you, like we hide, like it's secret, it's taboo. No one shares it because they don't want to get judged or they judge themselves and I just made my objective is I just want to take money out of the closet and let's just look yeah. at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure it is very, very interesting aspect. Not many people think on that angle, but and all, either some people actually love money and they love money too much, right? And they get overwhelmed and they get carried away with that. Or some people just don't talk about it so that people will not think bad about them. Whereas for me, talking about anything is not bad as long as it's not being misused. You know, for me, mm. money does matter. 
when it comes to certain aspect of your life and your growth and you know because you can't buy without anything back without money but when it is it comes to not buying something like emotion <laughs> then then you need to also have to have that emotional understanding you know you cannot just say oh i'll give you money and that will make you happy it might make you happy in certain certain circumstances like if somebody is actually seeking for a say for example my sister wants to do a course and she needs money to do that course because she doesn't have that then yes that might give her a temporary happiness on that you know um and it's interesting too because that we can even go deeper on that right so say you have the money and you can buy this course for your sister and it it will maybe give her a degree or give her like some some skill to do other things or just make her feel good hmm. if she can't receive it then it comes it it goes even deeper like if she feels like now i'm obliged to give back or or i can't receive this it's too much or like you know there's so many levels to how we gift money and how we receive money and sometimes someone will gift money to someone and there's strings attached, you know, right. it means, yeah, well, I gave you that you might, you have to take care of my kids or you have to do this. So it's a really yeah. relational yeah. thing. I mean, not, not many people put the string attached. Like uh, for me, I always believe in giving the blind donation. Like I don't want my yeah. name to be there. Um, you know, of course, when somebody reach out to you, whether it's your sister, brother or friend, and you help them, you know, of course, they will know where the money is coming from. But at the same time, I never ask back or, you know, tell them mm -hmm. that. You well, that's good. So it's freely so given. It's freely given. And I never expect. So my for me, but not many of my, you know, people I know will work like that. They always think that it's uh, not right. Um, but at the same time, when you go and give the money to homeless people, do you attach this thing do you set an expectation that they will give you back sometime or you do any charity do you expect that so why not charity starts from home when it is needed you know mm -hmm. so that's that's my aspect but at the same time sometimes i believe if i have helped that some person and you know the person is actually returning back and then again again i would like to reevaluate whether, whether i'm creating a bad habit Mm -hmm. And it's really about asking those questions and being curious, Yes, you know, being yeah. curious about, oh, is there something kind of wonky here? Is there something a little off or, you know, do yeah. I have unconscious motivations around this? And often we don't look at those things, right? We don't no. examine it. No. And yeah, and that's where people are very worried about it. You know, if you look at uh, people worry on that, you know, I don't know if I'll give that, that am I making a, you know, supporting or am I creating a bad habit? Or it's also based on the two party as well, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so it's a lot of deeper, as you said, it's a lot of deeper analysis needs to be done when it comes to the money. But I would like to actually understand, you know, what it's like to work with Brenda. Well, I work with clients in lots of different ways, and it depends on where you are. 
but mm-hmm. my favorite way of working with someone is immersively where we are really diving deep and we're breaking habits and all of my programs are called rewire so that my mm-hmm. top program is rewire your wealth and so it's really about going into the subconscious programming that we all have because we live in this marketing world we live in all the stuff that we gather from our family and the the right way or the wrong way of doing stuff so it's really about rewiring some of the programming so that you can experience three very powerful healthy ways of being with money Mm -hmm. and I call them the three pillars to a healthy relationship and the first Mm -hmm. one is peace Mm -hmm. and peace is about feeling like you have abundance, that you have more than enough, that you feel taken care of. You don't have that scarcity and you trust that things are going to be okay. The universe has your back. Your people have your back. You have your back. It's like that feeling of security and safety. And Mm. when you experience peace with money, even if all of your money goes away, the peace will not go away if you've truly Mm. done the work. Mm. And the second piece is confidence. And Mm. that's like financial literacy, understanding it. Someone's going to throw money talk at you. You're not going to fog out and go, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, you can negotiate your, 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 your wage. You can, if someone's taking advantage of you financially, you know it and you say, no way. So you have the confidence to really lead, you know, how to invest, you know, how to vet the people that you want to hire. So there's this, this real savvy with your money. Mm. Mm. And that's really important. So even with that, if you lose all your money, if you have confidence, you can create it again, right? Like it's just a a resource that you will always have. And then the third one is joy. And joy is loving the fabrics on your body and the food you eat, the things around you, really enjoying the, the 3D and the, and the world that money has that can offer you the beauty of. And mm. that might, might not be food or, or, or clothes. It could be, I love going buying my groceries in a local uh, farmer's market where all of my money goes to the local people. Or I like to buy fabrics that are not fast fashion, that they're just going to go into the landfill. Um, I like to be conscious about what I consume. So joy is really broad, right? It's really, there's a huge interaction with joy. There's an integrity in. So when you have peace, confidence, and joy with your money, nothing can shake you. And so this is what we do when I work with people. And I do it through mindset, hypnotherapy. We do all kinds of work with our, you know, our triggers and our trauma and stuff like that. If there is any, the second piece, there's four elements to it. The second piece is financial literacy. So it's making mm. sure you, get it, you understand it, right? Yeah. So I've partnered with one of the top financial literacy schools in North America, it works with all other countries, but mostly a North American model. Mm, yeah. And we can go deeper into the little pieces that most people aren't taught in school about financial literacy. Mm. And then the third element is me and my coaches, we go into people's finances and we like mm. build an ecosystem. I call it a money ecosystem where it almost can run on its own as, as, as automatic as it can, but it's, it's, it's supporting your dreams, your, your, your life, you're investing, you're growing your wealth. And it's just 
fluid. It changes and shifts. It's not like this strict budget, but it's a place where everything is taken care of and you can just relax and go, oh, okay, I got this. And then the last piece is community and accountability. So most of these, this course that I do is we do it in a group. We do at least once a week, we meet as a group and Mm. we do one-on-one work as well. But once a week, we meet as a group. It's a cohort between four and 10 people who are going through the process and they're exploring and deepening their work together. Because I feel like we got to take it out of the closet. It's not supposed to be so secret and hidden. And that 12 week course is, I call it rewire your wealth. It's packed with support. You're held all the way through. It's an amazing container for both therapeutic, financial literacy, money coaching. You learn how to invest. You learn how to position your money. And I'm not selling you a product, right? Mm. So I Mm. think a lot of times when you Um, go into the financial industry world, you might get some of these elements from a a financial advisor, but they are making money off of you by selling a product and they may not Mm. be selling the right thing for you. Yeah. It's hard to know. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. And when it comes to the money, there are so many people don't have the confidence that, so they don't know what they are buying actually. So they think, oh, you are guru, you will be guiding me right you know, right way, but, you know, it turned out maybe not the right thing. I was watching the Wayne Dyer's, uh, you know, story. And um, Wayne Dyer says that there was a point of time he just walked away with everything, you know, and then mm-hmm. he rebuilt it. Then again, he re- walked away and he, you know, rebuilt it again. So it was very, very interesting aspect of hearing him and, you know, multiple time how people can rebuild it. Uh, you know, so there is a possibility people have done in the past, you know, um, never too late, never too late. But majority of people also, when they come with uh, less money, it's okay when people have the real wealth, right? Or they come inherit something or they build it and they become millennials. And there are a lot of millennials, but, you know, popping up these days, if you, I would say, you know, there are a lot of multi in single people are, you know, self-made people are coming out on, on these days. So there are still some people who don't have money or if they have money, they don't have that mindset. And uh, what I like when you were talking about mindset, because it's not having, not having money. It's not about that. You know, it's not, you don't have money. It's sometimes if you have little money, how to make use of it, right? Or if you have a lot of money, then how to deal with it, you know? So yeah. both both side is an extreme side and both side is an overwhelming situation. So I guess my question is that how do you help for people who have less money or, uh, you know, and they're still dreaming? Well, it's interesting because I had to make this choice when I first started doing this work. There are a lot of people out there that are really helping people have abundance mindset and, you know, to expand their wealth and how to start your own business, how to make money and like all of that stuff. Like there are so many things out there that are like that. That's not what I do, you know? And a lot of times I have, there are, if you're not making a certain amount of money and it's not, it doesn't mean a lot, but if you're super under earning and you're just trying to make ends meet, it's hard to do this work the way I do it. 
right? We'd have to do the more beginning, do some archetype work, some maybe some inner 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 work. But it's yeah. hard to merge managing your money and your mindset when you have no money, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's really about, okay, we need to get you in a place where you're generating some wealth, some money in order to really create a system so that we can create a foundation, you know, and there are so many amazing, amazing coaches out there that work with people that are under earning so that they can start making more money. Mm-hmm. No, and that's a that's an interesting ex- understanding for people that who and understanding your niche as well, like where you want to focus. And that's why I ask you, not having money, like I know that you you can't create a mindset if you don't have a money. But yes, you can. Well, you if can. You have less, yeah, yeah. So you can. I mean, you can, but then you have to build that to reach to a position. But then you, if you have a less money and lack of mindset, then we, we can actually, you can help them to create that mindset um, and get in, you know, love with money, I would say. <laughs> well, it's actually recognizing, like I have people that make a lot of money that feel like they make no money, right? I have people that make very little money that feel like they um, have, have, they're really doing well off. So a mindset is not what's in the bank. It's in what's in the head, really. That's, that's so true. That's so true. Oh, you just oh, muted. My, oh, yes. my next question is that, you know, if we are, uh, I, I saw on your website, you talk about the orphan, the innocent, the fool, the artist, you know, what, what's that about? Like, you know, what people think, um, what do you want to convey through that? So I have nine money archetypes that I work with. And many of us have about three of them that are operating on and off throughout our life. Right. And it's a really good window to see what your operating system is and how you're being with money. Mm-hmm. What are the challenges and what are the gifts in it? And mm-hmm. into working towards becoming the three really powerful archetypes, which are the wizard the warrior and the wise elder. Those are the three um, trifecta that hold up the three pillars of a healthy relationship with money, which is peace, confidence, and joy. But we have these other six that kind of play havoc. Like Mm -hmm. some of them are the fool. That's that impulsive spender that just has retail therapy and takes to take risks and generally not responsible. Um, And then there could be the tyrant where that's the hoarder where they like collect all the receipts, they're writing everything down on an Excel sheet and there's a lot of scarcity, not enough, but they generally are millionaires, but they don't want to show anyone. So they hide Mm. it. Um, So that tyrant energy, you can have the artist that's kind of like I money is the root of all evil, you know, like anything about money is evil, bad and dirty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you can you see people? in your life that might re- resemble that all three of saying they might have seen yeah yeah and then you have the caregiver who likes to just take care of everyone and just gives money to everyone that's in need and they they don't ever take care of themselves but they're taking care of everyone like the mother Teresa's yeah. kind of thing yeah then you have the orphan which is the one that is kind of like they're a bit victimized or martyry that they blame <laughs> everyone else for the problem and they don't <laughs> actually take responsibility Right. Um, yeah. And then the innocent is the one that wants to keep their head in the sand and don't want to look anything. I'm terrible with numbers. I'm no good with this. You know, so like we all have 
different parts of them in us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always believe it's it comes to when you are thinking about those things, you you see around you those kind of people, you meet day to day all those people. And, you know, I know you can't help everybody, but if we can change a little bit, if we, people call, I call it if you can, we can become a droplet on that sense, uh, yeah. you know, so yeah. that that will change at least some perspective and, you know, that the people can live more harmoniously, I believe, you know. Well, I think we have to be compassionate because money's complicated and we judge people. We judge people that are cheap. We judge people that are irresponsible. We judge people that are, are, are um, like naive or victimized. Like we have so much judgment about how people are with their money yeah. and it's so damaging. So that's yeah. what the archetypes do is give us a window to go. Maybe there's a reason that that is the way they are because they're coping with whatever they were dealt with and they're mm. kind of doing the best they can. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you can't change the world, but you can change yourself. But you know, like all that scarcity and all that comes that how people are going to judge me, right? The social anxiety, I, I should call it. Right. But you cannot avoid society and you cannot change their mindset but yeah you can actually reform yourself and build your consciousness your mindset you know yourself where you want to see yourself how you want to project yourself and you know and that's where all this harmony starts i believe and once Absolutely. you become harmonious with this money concept then everything will be just natural just let it flow like you know um i was watching one of a saint um and he he somebody say was asking him question that you know, I, when I meditate, I hear all that, you know, uh, noises and I can't focus. And he said, and then what you do? And he said, oh, I try to get away with that. Like I said, go away. This thought I don't want, I want to think, I want to focus on here. And I loved his answer. He said that, you know, you, you can, when you, when you eat and then whole digestion system starts and then blood formation happens, the kidney works, it's on other organs. Do you fight with them that do this and do that way or not that way or not this way? <laughs> do you ever fight with your other organs? If you're not, why are you fighting with your brain? Brain is just doing its own job. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Right? So let it flow. And once you start fight, stop fighting with that, then naturally you will be in, in, in that position, in that situation to yeah. go further on that you know so loved good. that answer you know yeah beautiful so, beautiful <laughs> so every day is a learning but interesting so before you go i would like to ask you last question what you what would you like to say you know your two cents for the people who wants to join your course or or if they want don't want to join how you're going to proceed with that so I always say to people that money is an inside job. And if you really want to have a healthy relationship with money, you got to look inward. And sometimes you can't do that alone. So if you need help and you feel like you want some support where you won't be judged and you'll be held with a lot of compassion, then I'd love to work with you. And you can just find me on my website, which is brendasaintlouis.com. If you're curious still and you're not quite sure, Take the archetype quiz on my website and see what archetype you show up as. 
And that's a really good insight to see where you are with your money. And I have a ton of free things that you can explore to kind of dive a little deeper into your money story. Um, and I, I often, I do, I do free insight calls for people that feel like they might be ready to take the leap. And mm. you can book those on my website and you'll get some high high-end coaching basically for free from me um, if you qualify to be a part of the insight call. So um, it's a great way to dip your foot in and to get to know how I work, you know, because this is a, we always move at the speed of trust and not everyone connects with every coach. So you really want to see if you're aligned with the coach that you feel connected to and if they can support you moving forward, because it is a courageous journey. Yes, it yeah. is. It is. So you are offering chai before you use it. So that's interesting. Um, and how, so they can find your website and on your website, they can, you are active on social media and all as well. Um, yeah, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on, and, and there's my website. Those are the three platforms and LinkedIn. If you find me on LinkedIn. That's interesting. So I'm definitely going to try that quiz for sure mm -hmm. myself. Uh, but uh, thank you so much for your time today, Brenda. I really appreciate it. All your details will be given down in the description so people will find it easy uh, and they can just click and go. And I would suggest must explore because there is nothing like this I have seen in my journey. And in my point of view, it is very important for you and everybody has to have that relationship with money um, because if, yes, money can't buy everything, but it is a very good facilitator for me. Thank you so much yeah. for joining in. Thank you. Thank you.